Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, along with Cammie Berthum, our producer, Paul Sonic, our technical producer, coming to you through the relevant Radio 1330 AM studios in Golden Valley. Well, spawned by directives given by St. John the 23rd, whose feast we just celebrated on Monday of this past week, the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, resolved to establish a mission in Latin America in 1970. To tell us more of this rich history and give us an update on what's happening today, Deacon Mickey Friesen, the director of the Archdiocesan Center for Mission, is with us. Welcome back to the program, Deacon. Good morning. It's good to be with you. Great to have you with us, as always. And it's been a while since our last update on the Venezuelan Mission Parish. Yeah. But uh, but now we've got a 50th anniversary celebration going on uh, here. Well, why don't you, before we get into that, why don't you take us back to kind of the the start of the Venezuelan Mission and how it's progressed in these last 50 years? Yeah. So if you go back to the late 1950s and the early 1960s, uh, there was a movement beginning in the church for uh, established churches in the northern parts of the world to begin sharing their personnel with the, the growing church in the southern hemisphere. And it began with religious congr- religious orders, sisters and priests. But sure. beginning in the 1960s, uh, mid to ni- late 1960s, dioceses, began to get involved in this kind of work. And so uh, this diocese uh, began to explore this in the, about 1968. And uh, my predecessor, Father Don Schnitzius, was really sent down to Latin America to explore this and visited several sites. And when he landed in what is known as uh, Ciudad Guayana, which is uh, kind of like a twin cities of Puerto Hordaz, and San Felix, uh, it reminded him a little bit of here. It's a, it's a Twin Cities metro area that is separated by two rivers, which sounds mm. a lot like our Twin Cities. Yeah. And he became captivated by the Venezuelan people. And so he came back with that information, that experience, and presented it to the, uh, to the, uh, to the Archbishop Byrne at that time and to the pre- what was called the pre-Senate, this idea of sharing clergy as a gift uh, to, the, to the growing church in Latin America. And by an overwhelming majority, they, they agreed to do this. And so beginning in uh, late 1970, uh, two priests from here uh, were sent down to Ciudad Guayana and arrived in time to begin to celebrate Christmas Mass in 1970. Wow. And uh, Father Don proclaimed at that time that beginning at that point, the archdiocese became a missionary diocese. And so for the last 50 years, we have been sharing uh, our priests and sharing our people, our resources, and have been in a relationship with the church in the, uh, in the now diocese of Ciudad Guayana and uh, continue to do that to this day. Right, wonderful. What's going on currently down there, Deacon? So if you've followed at all the news uh, in uh, what's happened in Venezuela in the last several years, it's been quite tragic, um, uh, the, the disruption of civil life and uh, uh, the level of poverty that people are experiencing, the economy uh, really disrupted and falling apart. And so it's dramatically affected the lives of people in, in Venezuela, including the area where our mission parish is located, which which already is in the poorest part of that that area, Ciudad Guayana. And so uh, besides what the what the church has always done, the mission has always done, which is to attend to the to the spiritual and sacramental life of people 
and uh, to invite them into growing in their faith. Uh, over the last, well, more than a decade, the, the mission has also got involved in serving just the real human needs of people. So everything from providing a weekly soup kitchen for children and elderly people, uh, providing for those that are shut-ins. Uh, they have what, they, what we would call here the St. Vincent de Paul Society that brings uh, food and brings help to the elderly and those that are homebound, uh, assisting those uh, children and teens that are homeless. So very much more involved in uh, just providing for the for the human needs, the physical, social needs of people uh, has taken on a more dramatic urgency, I guess, in the recent years. And uh, for our priests, uh, as of now, we only have one priest in Venezuela. Uh, one of the, the other uh, consequences of the current situation is that it's, it's very difficult for our priests to get a visa, a, lit, a religious worker visa, to even serve there. And so mm-hmm. as of right now, it's not even possible for us to send other priests because it would not be allowed to go there. So as of right now, we just have uh, one priest, Father Greg Schaefer, who's been there for now 24 years, who's the only priest serving there. And uh, so it leaves things kind of precarious. So as we celebrated the 50 years, we also know that there's there's a big question mark and what will it mean going forward just because of the sheer, uh, uh, the reality of the current situation there politically and uh, socially, what we can do. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, um, of course, COVID factors into all this, uh, as you as you mentioned, and everything, and it actually postponed the uh, plan, the first planned fifty year celebration. Did it not? It did. We were planning to do it uh, last fall, uh, twenty twenty, which would have been the actual uh, fifty years. So uh, we weren't able to do that. So we decided to delay it a year and just say we'll have a whole year of celebration. So we were <laughs> we were able to celebrate it just two weekends ago, yeah. uh, on October second. We were able to gather with many many of the uh, priests and religious sisters from Little Falls and lay people and all those that have had some part to play in the story of the Venezuelan mission, mm-hmm. including many Venezuelans who. Uh, now live here in the in the Twin Cities area who claim Ciudad Guayana as their home. And so that was a wonderful, rich uh, experience. And even though no one from Venezuela currently could travel here because of, uh, well, not just COVID, just because of the situation, again, the civil situation, um, but we were able to really experience it together, everyone. And you begin to see the, the gifts that have been shared over 50 years. It was a lovely celebration. Uh, very good. And I have to ask, Deacon, I mean, what was the food like? <laughs> <laughs> so we did, uh, we had a wonderful uh, 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 buffet of Venezuelan uh, food. So everything from the uh, a kind of a beef dish and a chicken dish, and always you have rice and beans, which is very, mm. very Venezuelan. And uh, the, one of the people that spoke said the only thing that was missing was arepa, which is their kind of bread, like a tortilla mm-hmm. bread. And that was the only thing missing from the meal. Okay. Uh, so it was, uh, it, was, it was very good. Yeah, okay, very good. I, I had to ask. I mean, that's just where my, I would say <laughs> my brain goes. And the music was even better. We had live music. Of, oh, nice. Uh, Venezuelan musicians. So we really did get transported in a way, uh, back to Venezuela, and we, and we were fortunate that the folks in Venezuela they prepared a uh, they prepared a video themselves, uh, telling their own story. So we were able to watch that together, uh, their own experience from there. It was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
very good. Now the the parish there, Jesus Cristo Resucitado, is uh, that's that's the uh, that's the parish that was founded and where uh, Father Greg Schaefer is serving. Is that correct? So yeah, so the actually the original parish uh, over our fifty years, we've actually served in four parishes. Okay. Yep. So in nineteen seventy, we were in the other city of Puerto Ordaz in a parish called Virgin of the Valley, Our Lady of the Valley. Mm -hmm. And uh, the original focus of the mission was uh, to provide ministry to a very growing area and uh, uh, to help to form lay people in the church and form leaders in the church. And then as they established it, to move on to another parish. Well, we did that three times. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were in a parish called Buen Pastor, and then in a parish called San Francisco. And over the years, the priests were joined by sisters from Little Falls, Minnesota, Franciscans who served there. And then at different points, we've had lay people serve there as volunteers. But in the uh, mid-1990s, we we ended up being at Jesu Cristo Resucitado, and that became what they called the final parish. And so for the past now uh, almost 20 years, uh, that's what we have, more than 20 years, that's where we have been stationed. And within that parish, they have what they call 11 barrios. We call them neighborhoods. And every barrio has its own chapel, or most of them do. So there's ministry at the main church, but many people can't even make it to the main church. So they go out into the barrios, and they have mass, they celebrate sacraments, they have catechesis, they they provide ministry there. So it's a... Nice. Uh, on many weekends, the priests will have up to 11 masses <laughs> because wow. they're going oh, out all, all weekend, you know. Yeah, And uh, like it's it. a pretty active church and very young, very young church mm-hmm. and vibrant in that sense, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm guessing, Deacon, that in the midst of everything that's going on in terms of both the pandemic but also, um, you know, some of the situations that we do read about in Venezuela that— um, there's there's probably not a lot of opportunity for people to go and visit um, the, our mission, our, our partnership uh, with the with the, this parish and with Venezuela in this way. But we can always pray. So give us an idea of some of the things that we could really use our prayers at this point in time. Yeah, I think we could just pray in general for uh, for the for the people, obviously in Venezuela, to, to bring some sense of. Uh, some calm, some some sort of restoration of order, and uh, so people can live their lives uh, with more dignity and uh, to have their basic needs met. So we surely could pray for that. Uh, we could pray uh, surely for the mission in Venezuela, which is um, really become an anchor in that community uh, to provide a source of hope and uh, to provide. Uh, uh, a resource for basic needs to lift people up there and to gather them together. Uh, their faith is extremely important to them. And I guess that's one of the gifts uh, that they have shared with many of us who have experienced it, is that in spite of the challenges, in spite of not having any material resources, uh, they have a generosity of spirit uh, that is inspiring. And so they're okay. not held back because they don't have material resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a they have a kind of generosity and sense of community uh, that we have a lot to be inspired and learn from. So mm-hmm. I think those are things that we could pray about, but also to to give thanks for um, uh, uh, in terms of our own uh, uh, benefiting from the mission that it is really a mutual relationship, and that we right. all have 
gifts to share, and they have shared with us in many ways. Also, just as a side, I always like to say that when we went to the Venezuelan mission, we did not know that we would have our own growing Spanish-speaking community here in the Twin Cities Archdiocese, and one of the gifts that we have received is all of our priests who served there came back with a gift in that they were able to come and bring that ministry here to our own Latino community, Spanish-speaking community. So in many ways, they will say they were formed in Venezuela to serve people back here. So uh, unintended gift that we had not known that we would receive here today, and still today we do that. Yeah, fantastic. Well, we will pray that this partnership continues as a true partnership for another 50 years. Deacon Mickey Friesen, Director of the Archdiocesan Center for Mission, thank you. Thank you for this update, and thank you for all the ministry and work that you do, especially in and around our Venezuelan Mission Partnership. God bless you, Deacon. All right, thanks so much. All right. Uh, anybody looking to find out a little bit more about our uh, mission partnership, go to archspm.org slash Venezuela. Well, it's time for another break, but stay with us as Paul and I will have all sorts of opportunities for you to grow in your relationship with Jesus coming up in approximately 63 seconds. Stay with us. Stay with us.